Hi everyone and welcome to The Femaling Show. I am your host, Nicole Goodman, and I am a woman's identity expert and coach. As women, we fall into different phases of identity through our adult life and during these, our challenges can look pretty similar. Here at WRS, I will be talking to you about the real issues we all face and even the ones we can silently struggle with. Through honest, heartfelt conversation here at Femaling, you will learn how to accept yourself, understand yourself and be yourself. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Femaling. Now, this is an episode I'm really personally excited about because I have a lot of questions for this particular lady that's joining us today. The title of today is How to Go Plant-Based. So basically, how to be a vegan in the easiest, simplest way possible. And joining me, I have, she's got a tricky surname, so please bear with me, <laughs> Marina Yen I China. You got it. Did I? Yeah, I did it. See, we're already winning. We're already winning, winning Marina. Marina is a plant-based health coach and she has been um, plant-based. By the way, every time I say plant-based, I mean vegan, um, for seven years. And we've been talking a little bit online, and Marina has uh, agreed to come on here at Femaling this week so that she can give all of us people that know absolutely nothing about plant-based but hear a lot about it, tips and tricks in how to make it a very simple transition. Marina, welcome to Femaling. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. So um, let me ask off the top, like, what made you go vegan? Okay, so seven years ago, my mom actually had a disease called interstitial cystitis. It's a bladder disease. It's awful. So for anyone out there who have had like a UTI, a urinary tract infection, it's like that, you know, the burning during urination, but for all the time, like all the time at night during the day, just awful. So she had that for eight years. She wouldn't leave the house. She, it just literally like stopped her life. And she tried all these different things, you know, the, the Western medicine type of stuff. It didn't work. And so she actually was able to reverse it on her own with water fasting and a plant-based diet. And that really, really inspired my partner and I. So we decided to try it. And just seeing that transformation in front of my eyes, that amazing you know transformation in every aspect of a person when you see that it's so powerful and so we decided to try it and i had some health issues of my own i had really really terrible pms like just debilitating i couldn't get out of bed for a day every month i would take like 10 painkillers that's what the doctor told me like just take oh my god extreme i would faint throw up i mean just crazy stuff And so I really wanted to get rid of those symptoms and a lot of emotional healing as well, which actually wasn't the initial reasoning, but I realized along the journey that that's really, really what I was seeking. So you've actually seen chronic illness healed and gone away through this having a plant-based diet. Yeah. Incredible. Wow. So I'm going to be like, really open here and just say and to anyone listening at home this is a really selfish podcast that i am doing and the reason being is because i am i'm always trying like new different ways of eating and new different forms of exercise because i'm really into health and fitness and i'm always you look amazing 
Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. Um, and I'm always looking for, um, you know, ways in which I can build on my energy levels in ways that I can be healthier. And especially since I've come into my 40s, I'm now, okay, uh, you know, admittedly, it was when I was younger, it was all about being thinner or being leaner. Um, but now since I've hit my 40s, it's definitely about health and long term health benefits and what is going to prepare me and help me as I reach, um, as I get older and how can I keep my body strong and healthy? So that's always at the forefront of my mind. And obviously like I'm a real carnivore. I, I eat protein at every single meal. Um, and I have done forever. And obviously veganism is, is there is a question coming up by the way. And obviously veganism is thrown around so much at the moment. And there's, I've, I've listened to so many podcasts. I'd like to say I've read books on it. I haven't yet. Um, but just all the messages that are coming at me anyway, of someone that's very open to health and fitness, um, is just go plant-based. You've just got to go plant-based. But here's my, here's my conflict. I get it. I, I know what all the health benefits are. And I kind of like, I, I want you to inspire me to like, isn't it just a hassle? Isn't it a hassle just to be plant-based? <laughs> well, are you open to me coaching you a little bit? Yes. Oh, I'm always open to coach. Oh, sure, yes. Go for it. So, so what motivates you to do it? The health benefits. Definitely the health benefits. Yeah. And I really get a sense that it's kind of calling you because you know not everyone is looking for it. It's like some people hear it, but they kind of run away. But you're saying that it's coming to you, so it's kind of calling you. It, it is calling me and it seems everywhere I turn and then you kind of turned up in my space really uh, I just it was mad the, the day in which you turned up I can't remember what happened I remember I said it to you on an email though didn't I I said mm -hmm. you can't believe how mad this is that you turned up today in my life um, and it's just yes there's a lot of messaging of, because I know it's probably ultimately the most healthy way to eat um, and being someone who's actively healthy and consciously healthy it's just the next step I know it's the next step but I'm very scared of it yeah I can sense that so what is the fear tell me like all about the fear um the fear is it's a lot of hard work the fear is none of my family are going to be vegan so I'm going to be cooking separate meals for myself um, the fear is not being able to, this is ridiculous, not being able to eat Friday night dinner comfortably at my mum's house because I go over to her every Friday night and it's like, you know, we're Jewish families, so it's chicken and chicken soup and Shabbat, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She buys me smoked salmon and she makes me egg mayonnaise and there's all, you know, all this stuff. This there's a lot of tradition in my life that's based around food. Um, mm. And I guess I don't want to make other people's life difficult for me going plant-based. Um, and food will be boring when I eat out. That's a big one. So there you go. There's all my fears on the table. Yeah. Well, thank you. Because so many people have those fears. It's, it's not uncommon, you know. So I'm going to go with the, the mom one. Because the mom one is always the deepest one. Wow. Okay. Back to our parents, you know. So what do you imagine? Like you go there and you're like, mom, guess what? I'm vegan. Okay. What happens? My mom's pretty cool. I mean, she, she's, she's seen me through many fad diets and she never, bless her, she never says anything and she always cooks what I ask of her. Um, I guess I just, it's not even her judgment because I don't think there will be any. I mean, my sister will probably give it a bit, 
but that's fine. Um, it, it's not wanting to put her out. I don't want to put her out. Mm -hmm. Like in what sense? For her to have to do extra work or yeah. for her? Yeah, okay. for her, yeah, for her to have to do extra work or any of my friends having to do extra work, I guess. Mm -hmm. And me. And me. Well, you, you, didn't you just say that you have tried many diets before? Yes. Um, I'm, yes, I'm very against diet, the word diet. Um, yeah, I, I totally understand. Yeah, I'm sure you do. You're a health coach. Um, so, yeah, it's a lifestyle choice for sure. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I guess I just don't want that to impact on other people. Yeah, I think, I think that's the heart of it. Okay. Because do you believe that you can do it? Um, yeah. Well, when I, get, when I get into something and I get really passionate about something, yeah, I, I, can, I can absolutely embrace it. Here, here's the, here, okay, I, I've just had a bit of a light bulb moment. Here's the thing. When I was in the midst of my um, eating disorder, I put a lot of people out. Um, I wouldn't eat very, I wouldn't eat basically anything that hadn't been weighed and prepped and God knows what else. I took a lot of my food everywhere. Um, and I found it very hard to eat in restaurants and I didn't really like to eat in restaurants. Um, and I didn't eat at friends' houses and I would always go with the Tupperware. I can't do the same behaviors, mm. which it, and the motivation is completely different because it's for my health is for health benefits and not for some, not a toxic behavior. But I guess, yeah, there's, that feels a bit conflicted for me. That is so powerful. Thank you for being open to sharing that. Yeah, I mean, it's, I get that same image of like bringing food, which is kind of something I do. So it's good to hear that you don't want to do that. And you don't want to do that because it will trigger you or because it will trigger other people. That's a really lovely distinction. Thank you. Um, I think it will trigger other people because I'm good. I'm healed. I'm done. I'm proud. Uh, I'm, I'm fine. I reckon if my husband starts seeing me bringing Tupperwares to people's houses again, he's just going <laughs> to, I just, I, it's not going to go down well. Understand. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what I find is that we often assume these things because we, we do that. So I, it's amazing that you're healed. Maybe you're assuming that yeah. he, no matter what, is going to think you have an eating disorder because that's your pattern. Like you, you yeah. kind of assume that when you, when you hold the Tupperware in your hands, it's like, here's my eating disorder, right? Yeah. 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 Oh, good. You just made me go cold. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So what would be another option to see this situation because it really triggers something from the past where you know i hold tupperware equals i have an eating disorder so let's take that moment and kind of transform it into something else okay what could it be you holding a tupperware what else could it mean besides i have an eating disorder i'm doing something bad to myself well can i just ask a question like do i have to take tupperwares to other people's houses no no not at all. We can talk about, I promise we're going to get to like the strategy and practical stuff. In a second. But I think that just like working through that and how you see that is really important. So, you know, just picture yourself holding a Tupperware and let's try to name it something else. 
not I have an eating disorder. What else can we name it? Do you know what? I, I just don't want to hold a Tupperware. I, I mean, I, I cannot and will not turn up at my friend's house when she's made a beautiful dinner party. I'm just not turning up with a Tupperware. Mm -hmm. I'm just not going there. Mm -hmm. That's okay. So I don't want you to imagine yourself doing it now. Like yeah. I, it's, it's, it's more of like in the imagination. Okay. How about this? If you imagine me holding a Tupperware, <laughs> What could it be? It could be I have an eating disorder. Absolutely. Yeah. What I well, it's just how you eat. Mm -hmm. It's just how you eat. It's your lifestyle. It's what you choose. I mean, I have a couple of friends that are vegans. I don't even, I think it's amazing. I have total respect for them. So if you're going to turn up, okay, this is easier, much easier. So if you're going to turn up at my house with a Tupperware, then yeah, I mean, you're a vegan, so I get it. You don't want to put me out, and, and this is what you're going to eat for lunch. Okay. And, and how do you see that for what I'm doing to my health and my body? I think it's total commitment, um, mm -hmm. which I really respect. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. So... Can you see that about yourself as a possibility? Not saying you have to do that, but is it a possibility? Yes. Yes, it's a possibility. Okay. And how does that feel in your body when you give yourself that possibility? Um, actually quite scary. Yeah. It, like I've got a little butterfly going on in my chest. It's quite fright. It's quite, yeah, it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, but I'm smiling so it feels a little transformative maybe like scary exciting yeah it could be scary exciting yeah, yeah. I, and I think I think the feeling of um, being afraid and being excited are, are quite it's very similar and they kind mm -hmm. of live in the same family don't they so well, it's exciting just to transform the thought of that Tupperware, right? Because it's had so exciting. Yeah, it's had such a negative feeling in my life. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's why I wanted to do this because to me, like, like to do this little exercise because even if you're not going to show up with a Tupperware and that's okay, maybe one day you're going to want to, you know, that's, that's up to you. But just transforming that trauma into maybe okay it's possible to do something beautiful with this tupperware mm -hmm. oh that's lovely thank you yeah. yeah and i love how how connected you are to yourself and you can really feel it so that's amazing thank you yes <laughs> and I, have, you know, I have a really strong um emotional relationship with food i, yeah. I think I, I think most women do Oh yeah, totally. Um, so, you know, if I was going to decide to go plant-based, due to my history, it would be such an intentional, conscious choice. Yeah. And one that I would, I think I'd be really proud of it. Yeah, it's quite the transformation from someone who had an eating disorder to someone who's now using food to like love herself and nourish herself. That's it. That's it. You've hit the nail on the head. That's beautiful. I mean, it would be the ultimate transformation, wouldn't it, to go vegan? It would. It'd be like that's what you're scared of. 
because it's a huge transformation. Can I, can I be also really honest, like being totally transparent here? Please. I would, I'm also scared about putting on weight. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. So, I mean, interestingly, all the vegans I know are very slim. Um, but it's very carby. Well, it would have to be very carby. So these are my concerns. <laughs> yeah. So yes, it is very carby. So now let's talk about the practical stuff. Okay. okay. Start with the Tupperware, then we get to the weight. Okay. okay. So in my experience, it's actually really nice because eating differently actually forces you to have communication with all the people you love. And, you know, it's got to be like very open and honest, like, and especially for you you know, because they will maybe be scared. Even if you don't bring the Tupperware, they're going to say, is she doing this as an eating? You know, what's going on? Maybe. So just like really sitting them down, having the conversation, look, I'm doing this for my health. I know what I'm doing. I've researched and really like that, you know, just getting them on board. Um, I have a very funny story about my mother-in-law because, you know, my parents, they were the first ones to be plant-based. And my mom-in-law just thought we were insane because, <laughs> and she's like Iraqi Jewish, like food is everything, you know? So at first I was like vegetarian and she bought me this like pies. Oh my gosh, she's an Iraqi Jew. But, but those of you at home that don't understand the importance of food that food has over an Iraqi Jewish culture, it is, it, it is everything. Everything. Is, and everything is meat-based. Everything. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so she was very kind and, you know, she bought this book of pies, vegetarian. And she's like, look through it and let me know, you know. And this was like a couple of weeks before I went vegan. <laughs> so I come back and I'm like, listen, I'm really sorry, but now I'm vegan. So this book is just relevant, <laughs> you know. Oh, my goodness. And it's like my mom-in-law, you know, it's not like my mom that I could be like, mom, I'm vegan, deal with it. So, I, so that was actually really nice because that's how I learned to be like very gentle. And that's how I am now with everyone. Also my friends, just everyone. First of all, we vegans tend to be judgy, right? Because once you discover this lifestyle and you feel so good, you're like, everyone has to do this right now. It's the best. <laughs> Why haven't they heard about it? <laughs> so I just, I'm learning like, okay, I'm not perfect. I still buy some things that probably cause harm in the world. So that really grounds me and, and everyone is at their, you know, stage of the journey wherever they are. But with my mom-in-law, what I did was I would bring food, not Tupperware, just like meals, you know, to share with everyone. And I wouldn't force her or anything. I would just be like, try it. It's so good. While her son was like, you have to be vegan, mom. <laughs> <laughs> this is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> so many stews and meats and, you know, yeah, wonderful. Yeah. It's a very, like, rich cuisine. And so my approach really worked. Like, she was excited. She would try stuff. Then I later bought her a cookbook. And guess what? She's now pretty much vegan. She eats eggs like every once in a while, but. Wow. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. The whole house. They don't have any meat or dairy in the house. They only have eggs. 
what I mean, wow. Yeah. It's just all about, you know, bringing food to share is really fun. And it's like a new tradition. She gets really excited. She's like, what did you make yesterday? I saw the picture on Instagram. Send me the recipe. So it's just, you know, it's a lot of fun. And now we have this new connection where like, we like to talk about food and share. And it's really, really, it's become like a really fun thing. And that's what I think we can all have. Even if your friends are not going to go vegan or your family, you can still be like, I'm coming over, cook something exciting. Like, here's a recipe you can try to make me or everybody, you know, even if it's like one dish on the, on the whole table or like, I'm going to make this, or, you know, you send them like three things because you can make a main dish that's vegan and they can make meat and you ask them, which one do you want me to make? And I'll contribute to everybody. I love it. So what you're saying is, is bring it into your world and let people share in the beauty of veganism rather than it being a way to alienate yourself which is totally how i've been looking at it by the way i love that so so talk to me about i love how you put that yeah it's like it it creates connection yeah the, the right people i mean the people who love you because at the end of the day they love you they want to have connection with you so just food yeah it's a big thing but it's not gonna break your relationship it's you know when I turned around to my husband and I said, I'm really thinking of, of trying, uh, of going vegan in January because we're now in November. So, um, and this podcast will be, this podcast will be aired in January. Um, so we're a couple of months back, guys, when you're listening at home. So, and I'll let you know how I get on in January. Yeah. Now. Um, so when I said to him, oh, I think I'm going to go vegan in January. You should, the look on his face, he's like, really? I mean, re- have we all got to go vegan now? I'm like, no, you don't have to. I mean, he was just, I mean, he's just tired. Tired of all my bad ways of eating, I think. Which is, which is I think fun. it's also just how we work through your fears. He has his own, you know. So fears and, and beliefs, beliefs that have been created through your past behaviors and maybe through his own stuff that have nothing to do with you. And so when you talk about those fears, okay, what's your fear? You'll be like, no, that's not going to happen. I'm not going to force you. I'm not going to force anyone. Then the pressure comes down. So tell me, can I get like a bit technical for a minute? Mm -hmm. What do you have for breakfast? Yeah. So first of all, I will tell you that it's a lot easier than you think. Okay. And the biggest tip that I have, and I will tell you what I eat throughout the day, but the biggest tip that I have is to meal prep. I don't know if you do that already, but like on a Sunday, you just make a few batches of things for the week. Okay. I can do that. I mean, don't, don't vegetables go like a bit yucky. So what I do is I don't meal prep the whole meal and I don't recommend anyone to do that. Like cook all the parts and mix it all together. I do, I do it separate. So I'll do like a batch of potatoes or sweet potatoes or something, you know, bakes in the oven, a batch of whole grains, a batch of beans, and then a sauce. And then throughout the week, I just mix them. So I'll be, so I want pasta. So I'll cook pasta. I'll use the sauce. I'll use the veggies. Next day I want a Buddha bowl. I'll mix everything together and add some greens, you know, but it just makes it really quick to throw together when you're ready to cook. I, I get you. Okay, that makes much more sense. Easy. So, yeah. So, how do you? Um, <clears throat> a couple of questions that are cropping up for me. How do you make sure you're getting your protein intake that you mm-hmm. protein that you need, 
and um yeah and, and i'm really curious to know what you eat for breakfast because i've racked my brain unless it's coconut yogurt i don't understand what it is <laughs> it can't be an egg okay oh avocado on toast i can have avocado on toast can't i totally oh, of course yeah um okay so we have three things what to eat throughout the day protein and carbs so let's start with protein just because that's easy i out like you i can see that you lift weights and you have muscle and i am a huge fan of working out um i lift weights as well five six days a week wow okay if you eat a balanced diet so that means you it's varied it's from all the different vegan food groups which i can tell you what they are then you're fine literally <laughs> there's nothing to worry about okay. have you the documentary Game Changers or heard of it? No, I haven't. It down. Yeah, it's all about athletes. Oh, it's so good. It's oh, that- yes. My husband's trainer told me about it and he said, don't watch it until you're ready to go vegan. <laughs> yes. <laughs> change your life. <laughs> yeah. So it's not saying that you have to be vegan to be an athlete. It's just saying that you totally can and it's not a big deal. You know, so we only need like 8% of calories. And this is for people who are not very physically active, 8% of calories from protein. And then for people who are more active, they need more, but that's like, it's like 40 grams or something. Like, okay. promise, if you don't eat white rice all day long, you'll get it, you know, if you just eat a regular varied diet. So protein is like really not a concern. Okay. What is taking b12 that's really important for everyone b12 right yeah vitamin d in london i would say or in, in england if you're listening from england definitely take vitamin d because you're not getting enough time. if you're listening in england in january yes you definitely need your vitamin d <laughs> yeah yeah those are the two the only two supplements that you would really need okay um, and then the carbs thing so <laughs> There is such a phobia of carbs, I know, and it's especially like in the fitness community, right? Well, they just have to be timed, they have to be at certain times of the day and all of that nonsense and, and you know, the intelligent part of my brain knows that not, that is nonsense, but I just, if I'm going to do this, I don't need to take any fears with me, I, I'm doing it because I feel liberated from food and I want to give my body the best chance of being the healthiest it can be, so I just want to eradicate that thought. I love that. And there is a part of you that knows that it's a myth. Yeah. 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 Let's talk with that part. That part's very smart. So yeah, it's a total myth. Um, Humans need carbs. They're like the primary source of our energy. You know, our brain, like literally our whole body functions on carbs. They have fiber um, because animal products don't have any fiber. We need the fiber. Um, and they're not going to make you fat as long as it's a whole food. Ah. So for example, a fruit juice without any fiber, I wouldn't recommend. Okay. So you want to eat like the whole package fruit. You want to eat the whole fruit with all the fiber. Um, fats, like every food that you eat, you want to eat the whole food that includes if we're going all the way here, no oil. Oh, yeah, I know that surprised a lot of people. And (laughs) there's a very funny video. So everything I talk about is really evidence based. I like to 
base it on the science. And I listen to a lot of plant-based doctors and there are so many that have reversed, you know, heart disease, diabetes, just all these amazing things. My grandma is in the midst of reversing her diabetes. She's down to half her meds. Diabetic of her entire life. She's down to half her meds just by eating whole food plant-based. Beautiful. That is amazing. So no oil. There's obviously nuts and fats and avocados. Absolutely. That's all great. So I'll just explain why no oil because oil is processed, right? It's only part of the avocado. It's only part of the olive. They throw away all the fiber, all the protein and all the carbs. And so your body doesn't digest that normally. It's like a foreign thing to it. So you know, I would say as much as you can stay away from it, you don't have to be religious about it. It's fine to eat out. And they obviously use oil and food when you eat out. Um, but at home, do your best to cook without oil. And I have like a lot of recipes and instruction and all that about it. It's not that complicated at all. Okay. Wow. What about, um, so if you're just sticking to whole foods only, what about things like almond milk? So you're right that that has less fiber um, than actually eating almonds like soy milk. I like organic plain soy milk. Um, that also, that has less fiber. That is true. Um, so it's better to eat the whole soy, um, but it still does have some of the fiber. Okay. It's not, it's not as terrible, I would say, to use here and there. Plus, you're, it's not like you're chugging a ton. So, you know, it's okay. okay. So, that's, so that's okay. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now tell me, I'm dying to know, what do you eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Tell okay. So for breakfast, oatmeal is amazing. Just yeah. like, you know, oatmeal with berries and dates and raisins. Like that's how I like to sweeten with dates oh, and raisins. Yummy. So good. And it's so quick. It's so, so quick. Um, so that's one option. Then when it's warm, I love smoothie bowls. So I'll blend like greens and berries and flax seeds and turmeric and black pepper in my smoothie. Mm, So it's a bit spicy. It is a little bit spicy, very little because you put just a pinch, but it's very good for anti-inflammation, you know, for those of us who are really active. And that's really helped me with my cramps as well. So that's why I love to do the turmeric. Um, And then I make it thick. So I blend it up really thick and I eat it like a bowl, like with the, with the spoon, with toppings. It's really good. Oh, that sounds amazing. Like my mouth is, is watering. So I went on this um, yoga retreat last mm-hmm. summer and that was, I, I mean, it was, it, it was vegetarian, but it was mainly vegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they gave us, food. I mean, the food was so insane. And I basically have changed my breakfast since then. And I now have chia seeds with um, almond milk and loads of berries and nuts and seeds. And I just... Like chia pudding. Yeah. Like I, That's great. So See, I, you're a third of the way there. <laughs> I know, but I do, in full disclosure, I do put a, a dollop of um, yogurt in it. <laughs> okay. Make it even creamier. You can change that to a plant-based yogurt and then yeah. you have... Plant-based breakfast. And I have a plant break. I'm going to do that as of tomorrow. Yeah. Actually, that's what I'm going to do. Perfect. Just- that's a great first step. I find that breakfast is the easiest for people to switch. So I just tell them do that and just see how easy it is. Because it's all all the fears are in our mind, right? It's yeah. not actually scary. It's just yeah. 
taking that. Okay, so, so, oh my God. So you're absolutely right. What I thought was so complicated is now actually I'm really excited to have a yummy breakfast tomorrow morning. That's great. And for a new <laughs> coconut yogurt. So basically they make that just like real yogurt. They'll take like a probiotic bacteria, ferment it and make a yogurt. It's the same method. It's just instead of using like cow's milk, they'll use coconut milk or soy milk or whatever. And I make my own yogurt. It's super, super easy. All I do is I take a, a carton of soy milk. I open up a vegan probiotic capsule into it, shake it up, put it in a jar, and then I put it in the Instant Pot on the yogurt setting because it just keeps a, a little warm. But if you don't have one, you can just put it in like a slightly warmer place in your house yeah. and thicken up and make yogurt for you. But then, and then, so once it's thickened up, you then put it in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. Because like eating then, a yogurt from my airing cupboard is just not going to be fun. <laughs> so it's not going to be nice. No, you put it in the fridge and then you top it, you know, berries, raisins, like same peanut butter, same stuff. Okay. Gorgeous. And, um, okay. So, so I'm starting to realize that, that it's okay. So in terms of the... I have to ask this question. I'm sorry because I do think. No, I love it because this is real, you know, all the real challenges. Did you put on weight when you went vegan? Not at all. I actually lost a bit of weight. It was like during a time when I really gained a lot of weight at that time. I mean, I was never fat. I would never call myself fat, but I, I did not, did not gain any weight. And the thing is that the people who gain weight are, they're either overeating, yeah. so they're eating way too much, or they're eating junk food vegan. So there's a big difference. Like okay. vegan can eat a lot of things. So right now you have like all the fake meats and the fake cheeses and, you know, all, all that That's stuff. All the processed food, basically. Yeah, exactly. So it's essentially, it is better because it doesn't have animal protein, which has been linked to cancer and so many different diseases. So it is better. So if you're struggling and you're like, I need my meat, like I miss it, it is better to have like fake meat for a little while until you're over the craving. Um, but it is processed food, you know? So you want to stick to whole plants as much as possible. I've written whole foods only in capital letters. Yeah. And one great resource besides my website where I have like all my recipes are whole food forks over knives amazing documentary website all their recipes are whole food plant-based and it's also evidence-based they have all these doctors on there that have reversed heart disease and oh. diabetes it's really incredible so and it's so yummy marina what's your website soul in the raw so s-o-u-l yep. in the raw r-a-w in the raw gorgeous so did everyone get that? Because I think there's going to be a lot of resource on your website, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. I've got loads of recipes. I've got a cookbook on there and meal plans and that's amazing. Yeah. I have a whole one month meal plan so people can download that. Yeah. And so you, and <laughs> it has like different recipes every day. So you'll have like a million new recipes <laughs> to try. So what's your, um, what's your mission as a plant-based health coach? What do you want for people? So I help people transition and I like to kind of help them discover their own health, their own well-being that's already there because I really believe that we all already have it. 
We just have to allow ourselves to, to discover it. And so I help people transition and it's both through the work we just did a little bit, you know, through our fears. And it's not only about food. You'll find that once you transition, a lot of things start coming up because you kind of come to the core of yourself. Like you really connect with your body and with yourself. And, you know, I started to meditate. I started to move more and stretch, exercise. And it just changed my whole life. And I find that with my clients, that's what happens. So giving them that support, you know, through like all the fears that come up and the tools to work through them and the meditations. I also record guided meditations um, for my clients. So that, you know, it just, it's beautiful because it's this like whole self-growth journey that happens and it's, it's really exciting. I, I, I want to be one of your clients. I think you must, well, I just have been one of your clients and I, <laughs> yes. like I'm buzzing and I thought what you do and what you offer to these people is, is magic actually, because you're allowing people to take a moment to just connect to themselves physically, which then connects them to, connects themselves emotionally and spiritually absolutely to their soul so for lunch and dinner honestly my go-to is buddha bowls do you know what those are no but i love <laughs> i love the sound of them yeah it's so nourishing so it's just a bowl of some kind of beans some kind of whole grain possibly cooked veggies raw veggies greens and a sauce and it just becomes this like it, all these textures and flavors. It's so good. And it's perfect for meal prep because like I switch it up every week, you know, the type of bean that I make, the type of whole grain, and then I just switch it. And you can even do like a couple different beans, a like quinoa and brown rice. You make it put in the fridge, black beans and white beans, like whatever. And then you mix and match. So that is kind of the easiest meal that has my go-to but I mean the options are endless like soups you can have stews uh, with different lentils and different grains and veggies um, I use my instant pot a lot because it's easy I just what is your instant pot because you mentioned that I had a yogurt setting I'm thinking what is that like a Nutribullet it's a pressure cooker oh. it's brilliant like making chili in there I timed myself because I made chili for an event for all these people, it took 10 minutes, literally from start to finish. I was like, I love this. And you can have the chili for the whole week, you know, for a whole family. So I, I have the biggest instant pot. It's huge. I don't know if we have these in Emma gifted it to me. She's like, she's like, I want to buy this for my granddaughter. <laughs> so she, she gifted it to me and I've been loving it. It's so easy. Um, but it's, yeah, it's just like a pressure cooker. But the great thing is that you can... Um, put like keep warm on it so let's say you're going somewhere you know later in the day and you want to have dinner you keep it warm you come home at night your food is there waiting for you it's great and what about eating out how's that been um very easy wait so just with the lunch and dinner i want to make sure people knowing that you know that there are so many options like soups stews pasta from whole grains um, you know, pizza, like all the old things that you liked, you can make it plant-based and vegan and really healthy and delicious. Um, eating out. You're in London, right? Yes. So many vegan restaurants. So many. It's one of, London is like one of the most vegan cities in the world. 
So and I've yeah. no excuse. <laughs> yeah, super easy. Um, besides that, you know, even if you go to a place that's not vegan, usually they do have options. They do. The, all the ethnic places, like Ethiopian has amazing vegan options. Um, Italian, you literally tell them, can I have pasta with tomato sauce and veggies? You know, they'll make it. Um, you just got to get creative. Thai is really good. In Thai, you just have to make sure it doesn't have fish sauce. But other, other than that, they have great options. I mean, every like cuisine has the best vegan options. So you just got to tell them what you need. And so if I'm going to go, if let's say I'm going to go vegan, what will I notice in the first couple of months of being vegan? So I can tell you from my clients, the biggest thing is energy. Like immediately they're like, wow, like people who had to set multiple alarms and like had no wanting to like get up and you know just immense energy and I feel that too like even if I don't sleep well or something still like energy until the nighttime it's amazing love that yeah and it's just I would describe it as like just feeling good like when I suddenly don't feel well I'm like oh my god people live this way you know because I'm 90% 90% of the time, I feel so good. I really Can I say do. that the, the, the balls of your eyes are white, like, like <laughs> white, shocking white. It's amazing. You do, you look really healthy. Your skin is so clear. You just look really shiny. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you do. Yeah, it's just that, you know, and, and besides the health aspects which are really important and that's why i started like to me i love that it's a very ethical way of life it is very small footprint on the environment and animals and that makes me feel really good because i'm a very like ethically driven person so knowing that i'm not negatively impacting animals and the planet because at the end of the day you know the planet is all we have so the health of the planet kind of goes with our health and people don't know, but, but when you eat animal products, it actually contributes to 51% of greenhouse gases. <gasps> yeah. So it's more than like driving and recycling and all this stuff. It actually has, so a great documentary, I noticed that you love them, Cowspiracy. So, so good. It talks all about that. And these are, um, you know, UN numbers. So I'm not an expert on environmental issues. So go watch that and you'll get all the numbers better than I can describe right now. But it's just, it's a huge, huge impact. So that makes it easier for me because I'm less like in my head about like, oh my God, like, you know, how is, how is this impacting me? And crazy. It's just so much bigger than you. Exactly. It's just like I'm doing it for something more than myself, which makes it easier for me. Yeah. Thank you. Marina, thank you so much for coming here and bringing all of your wisdom and insight and knowledge and experience. I mean, I, I really, I'm so thrilled that we got to speak and I feel totally and utterly inspired to perhaps go plant-based. <laughs> That's going to because you see, I can't, I can't commit 100% because then I'm going to have to say to everybody, oh no, I didn't do that. So, but it's something I would really, really like for myself. And I feel, yeah. I feel much more um, 
informed and actually it doesn't seem nearly as hard as I thought it was about 40 minutes ago. Yeah, it's totally all in our heads. And thank you so much for having me. And I want to offer your audience a full session with me so we can get to know each other and how I coach. And I can send you the link and all they have to do is go and schedule a session. If they're interested in going plant-based, thinking about it, have questions, it'll be perfect for them. And that is such a generous offer. Thank you so much. Everyone who is listening, take her up on it. You've heard her coach. You've heard her in action. She's gentle and direct and very, um, very intuitive. And you're, you're a beautiful coach. So thank you for that. And if you send me the link, and then I will put the link in my show notes so everyone can access it. Marina, thank you so much for your time. I can't tell you. Thank you. And thank you for your willingness to be open and ask all those awkward questions because that helps everyone. You have been listening to the Female in Podcast. I am your host, Nicole Goodman. Thank you so much for your time and for listening today. If you love this podcast and found value in it, please go and subscribe, write a brilliant review and go and share it with your friends who need a bit of femaling in their world. You can find me on all social media channels for more of my work, Instagram at Nicole Goodman underscore coach, Facebook Nicole Goodman Women's Identity Coach and you can also find my private Facebook group where all the magic and conversation happens with a really amazing community of women. Thank you again for joining me today. This has been Femaling. I'll be back next week with another episode and remember it is the most exciting time to be a woman.